Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studio, it's time for Family Business Radio. Showcasing outstanding family businesses and the advisors who assist them. Good afternoon. You're listening to an episode of Family Business Radio, brought to you yours truly, Anthony Chen. Today, we have two great guests to kind of share highlights of their business with us today. To kind of start us off with the show, we have Paul Zernardo with Zernardo Designs. Welcome to the show, Paul. Thank you, Anthony. I appreciate it. Big fan. Right. Thank you. So kind of share with our audience who have yet to hear about what is Zernardo Designs and how it came to be. What What was the brainchild? What, what spawned the inspiration to start? Yeah, absolutely. But first, I've got to tell you, uh, you know, our son, Anthony, of him, mm-hmm. and he wanted me to tell you hello and that you guys have the coolest name. So oh, I would right. be in trouble if I didn't mention his name. <laughs> Great. Well, shout out to, to, to Anthony out there. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. He just turned eight. So, uh, but yeah. I was in construction sales and marketing for over 25 years, and uh, I w- made a lot of money. It was very lucrative, and you know, financially speaking, it was a big success, but I was miserable, and I was depressed. I was traveling a lot away from family. Mm-hmm. I remember one sales trip to Honduras. I got really sick, and there was some medical issues related to the stress. You know? So I was sitting in Atlanta traffic and on my way home from work, and I was just miserable. I was depressed. I was in a really bad headspace. And I started to pray, where, where do you need me, God, for, for work and in my life? And, you know, I looked in the sky and I saw, you know, I was just rock bottom. I looked in the sky and I saw graphic design in bold letters and there was flashing bulbs all around it. And it was kind of like an old Broadway style billboard. But I got home and I talked to my wife, Amy, about the vision and, you know, with her help, I was enrolled at the Art Institute not long after that for graphic design, and I studied website development while I was in school. And I started Zenardo Designs before I graduated with my degree in 2015. And, you know, about a year or two later after I graduated from school and had my business going, we started offering social media marketing and SEO for our clients to make Zenardo Designs fully integrated digital branding solutions. And now Amy's in charge of the website design and graphic design side and I do all of our SEO and marketing. So kind of share with us, so you went from construction to kind of literally seeing a sign mm-hmm. in, in the sky to yes. inspire you down this path. And then you mentioned going from just website design now to doing to SEO. What was the the change or, or I guess, impetus to make that shift? From, well, we're still doing a lot of the website design and the uh, graphic design. That's a big part of our business, about half of it. But it just made sense for once we started developing websites you know, we've always said, what's the point of having a website if you can't find it in search results? Mm-hmm. So we quickly realized that the social media marketing aspect of that involved with uh, SEO you know, helps your brand recognition and your search results. When somebody refers you uh, to your business, even if you're word of mouth, people are going to do a web search on you and your company, and you want those results to appear higher in search results and, and be found. And sometimes you can't even find you know, companies and search results. So it's really important. Mm-hmm. So for those who are not in the know, what does the acronym SEO mean? Yes, we were joking about all the acronyms on LinkedIn earlier today. Yeah. So SEO stands for search engine optimization. And that's how your website ranks on in search results. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very important for brand awareness mm-hmm. and brand visibility. So to kind of give our audience a little like a sneak peek behind the curtains as to how it all works, I know there's a lot more involved. Can you kind of describe to someone that it's just new to this whole world? Because speaking to a lay person, like, well, I mean, is it just Google? Is it 
other avenues like a DuckDuckGo or if anyone still uses AskGeevies <laughs> out there? Yes. So SEO, there's many facets involved with SEO. There's technical SEO. There's uh, local SEO, how you rank locally, like you're a financial advisor, financial advisor near me. When you're mm. searching that, you want to be high in search results, but on page SEO, off page off SEO, like social media. And there's a lot you can do in the coding behind the scenes. It's more technical SEO on your website. So there's many different areas that involve, it takes a lot of time and it's an ongoing process. So when you talk about the website design, you, you scratch, uh, I imagine we're just really scratching the tip of the iceberg on the surface. So it's not enough to just have a website that looks nice. There's something going on in behind the scenes that gets that website found. Is that about the gist of it? Absolutely. I We work with a lot of service providers and they have existing websites and once and the website looks great you know whether it's on wix or wordpress or whatever it is it looks great but then when i get you know the admin access behind the scenes you know a lot of times they were diyers and did it themselves and they just didn't know the search results aspect of it and things aren't set up correctly so mm-hmm. it takes a lot so so i'm understanding this so the website could have great design itself graphics and very let's say uh user family to mm-hmm. kind of navigate around, but that doesn't mean much. And at the end of the day, when someone types in the search for, let's say Acme Inc for something, it you they, they need to go behind the scenes to fix that. Yes. With the keywords and what you're searching for, you want to look at the psychology behind what people are searching for. And that, that helps with SEO a lot, you know, so people might have your URL for your.com. And like we just mentioned, the website will look amazing, but it'll be, you know, not found in search results and sometimes not ranking at all if it's going against what search results and Google being Yandex, et cetera, are looking for. Mm-hmm. Now you mentioned, uh, you uh, brought up Wix and a couple other like DIY website designers uh, and some people may have some graphics background already or, or some kind of design background. Um, what is, I guess, kind of your perspective for those who are doing it themselves uh, and then trying to learn i guess on the seo side and finding out they might be hitting a wall like what are they really missing by not working with someone like yourself yeah well, like we mentioned a lot of people and when they're starting their businesses you know they they don't have a lot of money to work with so they try to do it themselves which is fine but if you don't have the background you know I, i'm not going to go and advise people on their finances you know like you do that's not my expertise you know i've been doing this for almost nine years now and I'm still learning every day. I'm learning something different about SEO and how it works. So search engines are always coming up with updates mm-hmm. that we have to stay up with, up to date with about what search results are looking for, mm-hmm. you know, what type of content they're going to rank. And that always changes. So I don't expect someone that's not an SEO to be staying on top of that. So then speaking of, of the updates, is this something that these web browsers would kind of release or is it something that you just kind of figure out as you kind of go along and you notice perhaps maybe some kind of metric at the back end is falling off or is it like a combination on the updates? Uh, Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a few updates every year and there's one or two very big ones that we always keep in contact with and keep up to date with the helpful content updates are a big one Mm -hmm. and they change a lot of things and what they're looking for, like all the AI and things like that content written by AI, Mm -hmm. you know, so Google mainly and Bing are the big ones and they're always looking for the best user experience on their platform. So having all your information professionally organized and being able to be found in search is very important. That's a big part of SEO too. Mm -hmm. Then for our listeners who are either uh, kind of starting out, they know, okay, if I'm starting a business, 
I know I need to have a website or maybe they've been around for a couple of years and the website looks like it's from the nineties on that scape. Uh, how take us show like describe to the audience, like what does it look like just sitting down with you at, at that first meeting? Because well, they could be a little intimidated. It's like, Hey, right. this is my baby. <laughs> yes. Well, it's, it starts with a conversation to see if we're a good fit. Mm. You know, uh, I met with a recent potential client and they seemed to think they knew everything about SEO and, mm. That's not their industry. And, mm-hmm. you know, so willing to learn and to understand that it's a long-term process. SEO is not an overnight fix. So if you're looking for a quick fix, you, it's definitely not good. It's not going to work for you. Mm-hmm. You might see quick spike in search results, but after we stop, you know, it's an ongoing investment. After we stop that, then it just won't, you know, you'll either go back to not being found or have poor search results. Mm-hmm. So it starts with that conversation and explaining, you know, everything that we need to do once we do a website audit and look at what's behind the scenes, what needs to be done with the keywords, what needs to be done with the content. Each image needs to be optimized for alt text, and that's alternative text. How you're, you know, if a um, blind person is having the website read out loud to you. Oh, you know, so each image, and a lot of people I find have not done any of that on their website mm-hmm. because you wouldn't know to do that. So that also goes back to the user experience. You want a great user experience for everyone. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a lot, and each it's a case by case basis. Each website's different. Yeah, a good thing that you kind of pointed out for someone who's either visually impaired or or maybe even colorblind uh, in that scenario, and the yeah. way they would design something like that is that a, also a, a conversation you would have with the business owner? Is that a, like a, whether it's a demographic they want to appeal to, uh, or something to take into consideration as to make it friendlier for those particular. Um, demographics. Yeah, that's a great point that you bring up. Thank you. Uh, even from a design aspect, as you know, my background in graphic design, you know, being able to see the different colors depending on what type of colorblindness you have, uh, Adobe Illustrator even allows you to set certain settings while you're designing, say, a logo that's mm-hmm. going on a website and how that looks to each different, you know, type of colorblindness, even for that mm-hmm. specifically. So, so it sounds like you're more than just putting a nice piece of color and, and icons together on a <laughs> right. website. A little bit more involved. There is. Yeah. There is a lot. Uh-huh. Yes, it's, it's very exciting though. So, what other things that for, for those who are not in the know that you for you like it's a second nature, but it's something that someone who tries to do it themselves that they are not accounting for. What would that be? Other than, of course, what we would just kind of scratch on the, like the color blindness and, and kind of visually impaired. Yeah. Well. If you're designing the website and you don't know what you're doing, it won't be found on search results mm-hmm. and it won't provide a good user experience. There's nothing worse than going onto a website in mobile, desktop, whatever, which, you know, Google takes a great deal of influence on mobile uh, responsiveness. So that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And you'll be surprised at the amount of companies that don't have their website mobily optimized. So the user experience is everything. If you go to a website and, it's, and it doesn't work, they're going to leave. They're going to go to your competitor's website. Mm-hmm. You need to look professional and provide the information that they're looking for. Yeah, it's a good thing that you mentioned, which is kind of a perfect segue, because it's no longer our people. If, I'm on, if I remember the stats previously correctly, like about a year or two ago, it might be a little bit more now, people are viewing company websites more so on the mobile than just on PC now. Is that about right? Is it still growing or is this that Abs- number? Absolutely. Last I checked, which was a few days ago, oh. it's at, it's over 54%. So more than half are looking on the mobile device. And mm-hmm. that's very important. 
You know, the Google treats it as two different websites, desktop versus mobile. It's ranked differently, mm-hmm. you know, and the, it's a completely different design aspect too. Mm-hmm. So you know, that's, that's important that we're talking about that because all of our website design packages come with both mobile and, you know, desktop version. So which then kind of leads naturally to the next question is if someone is going to consider doing a website, they need to have both as opposed to just only having one because just having a great PC website is probably not going to do them favors. Is that about right? Yeah, it- it would be nice, but you'd be halfway there nice. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, so. With the 54%. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not very helpful. Mm-hmm. So so what other aspects? So we, we know, okay, just just to get into the game, we need to have a separate PC and, and a mobile-friendly site. Um, what other things should business owners also take into account when they're kind of jumping into the whole website and SEO or marketing sense of the world? Well, if you're a startup, you need your website to be able to grow. So growth scalability is very important Mm -hmm. to think about where your business is going to be down the road. And, you know, choosing the right platform for that is very important. So there's all different kinds of platforms, and we have a great deal of experience with all of them. We have experience on WordPress, Wix, GoDaddy, Squarespace, all of them. Mm -hmm. But I've found that WordPress and, and Wix are the two biggest ones. And, you know, I don't want to promote Wix, but there's a big thing happening in that industry right now that's important to talk about. It's called Wix Studio. So the people that have that, the Wix editor and Editor X under their umbrella mm-hmm. is integrating into the Wix Studio. And that's an awesome platform right now that we've been testing out and using for clients. And the design responsiveness and SEO capabilities are fantastic. So, you know, looking at the right platform for your company and being able to grow is very important. Mm-hmm. Then the, uh, somewhat, I guess, answers to that was going to be my next question is for all these platforms, I mean, how does a business owner choose? Or is it possible where they might be, at, say, at year one or year five, this platform is great for what their needs are, but you would kind of, I guess, coach them, well, once you hit, let's say, year six, your needs might change and we need to shift to a platform. Like, how, how is that transition? How is that conversation? You want to make sure, thank you for bringing that up. That's very important. It's, it's critical. It's crucial to make sure that your web designer doesn't lock up your site. And if you do need to migrate it to another platform, whatever reason, or just even ownership, you need to be able to do that. And some website developers have, they'll hold you hostage. I've heard of that happening. And that's awful. You never want that. You, you need to be able to have the freedom to run the business and your website the way you need to. Mm-hmm. So that flexibility is important. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there's, there's a lot of lessons <laughs> a visitor can, can learn to just like, oh, okay, I did not know so much was involved with uh, website design. Uh, what is something that, as you mentioned, as you were kind of putting yourself through school with graphic design and learning uh, website design and now SEO, uh, what is like the biggest takeaway that you have for yourself that was probably not taught in class. The Google search console was not taught to me. And that is all your KPIs, your, you know, performance indicators on how your website ranks and it tracks the keywords that's coming into your website. It tracks, you know, each page and how well it's ranking. It it tracks the entire website, desktop, mobile. It's got all the information and that wasn't Mm -hmm. taught to me. That's something that I'm still learning. And it's, it's just, a godsend when it comes to understanding SEO and being able to track you know, metrically the numbers and in ranking. Mm-hmm. So that was not something I understood much about when I started my business, but now that I'm more mature in my business, it's a huge help for our clients and for us. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like it's, it's a nonstop being a student. 
of the business itself. Yes, I, I have a lot of imposter syndrome with it when I talk to other SEO professionals. You know, it's, it's one that's always changing. So it's, you know, what worked yesterday might not work today. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of hard work that goes into it. But there's, you know, metrics on how to track it through Google Search Console and, and mm-hmm. things like that. So it's kind of share with the, was a sneak peek behind the scenes of what does it look like in a Paul's day where you're doing research on this? Like how, how many hours do you devote, whether it's a day or a week or a month, just to like stay up to date with all of this? It's exhausting. <laughs> it's all the time. You know, they're yeah. constantly updating. So Google just on its own is a lot, but I'm keeping up with Bing and Yandex and the other, you know, I don't do much on Yandex, but understanding how that search engine you know, works for search results is important. So keeping up to date is a, is a daily thing. I'm in seminars and webinars, either teaching them at the chamber for our member to member groups or learning from them from other industry professionals, other agencies that I keep in touch with. So mm-hmm. it's, it's interesting. It's a lot of fun. If you had told me when I was in school for graphic design that I'd be doing all this SEO and Amy would be running all the website and graphic design, I would have and that would have been a head scratcher for me. So, but things are things are going great right now. Right. So so this is pretty much if someone is going to try to step in as a business owner, this is not something they can dabble because you're doing this like full time. Yes. Well, a lot of times, like I, you know, recently in our member to member group, I was teaching them a lot about the Google Search Console, Google My Business, and all of that, mm. and I was teaching them how to do it themselves. And at the end of them, all the CEOs came up to me and said, "Who has time for that?" You know, so we allow them to run their businesses while we're doing all the behind the scenes ranking. Mm-hmm. Well, then speaking of time for someone who's listening to all this, and, and again, I'm assuming we're just really scratching the tip of the <laughs> iceberg here. And like, holy crap, that's, that's a lot of time investment. <laughs> yeah. and, and I'm not, not even down yet. So if someone wants to save time, how can they best find you? Thank you, Anthony. Yes, you can connect with me on LinkedIn, Paul Zanardo, and you can learn more about our services and how they work and our pricing at our website, and that's Zanardo Designs. So designs is spelled with two Zs. So the website is Zanardo Designs. That's Z-A-N-A-R-D-O-D-E-Z-I-G-N-Z.com. Great. Thank you. Thank you. All right. And our next guest, we have Sheldon Guan with Pro Computers. Welcome to the show, Sheldon. Thank you for inviting me. (laughs) Great. So kind of share with our audience, uh, what is it that got you started and what was your background? Okay, yeah, I uh, I never change my like career in IT. It's just a focus from different uh, area, like uh, change a different area. I don't have the <laughs> the uh, the grave to to like power to change career. Like uh, yeah, uh, okay, yeah. So um, uh, originally I was uh, working have a corporate IT uh, exp- uh like experience and as a, as a project manager. Mm-hmm. And after I immigrated to Canada, I find a job as a branch manager to open a, a computer store, branch store. So I come to a new town, I'm new, totally new to there, and set up a new location, rent it, and build up a store and build up a customer base. Yeah, that's what uh, I've been there for five years. So gained a uh, great experience how to do business, how to uh, manage a store. So yeah, in 2008, and uh, uh, we see like a good opportunity to to go to the US. So uh, that's how I uh, I get here. 
Uh, originally, I, I started from 2008 at uh, across from Morph, Georgia in Beaufort. And uh, this is my own store. And uh, we started as a, as a full-functioning retail store, like a resale computers. Uh, at that time, uh, we, we, the iPhone, I, I don't think iPhone was, was, was available by then. Maybe, maybe just the iPod. iPhone mm-hmm. even not uh, invented yet. That's uh, give just some... Uh, yeah, the, the computer industry had been changed a lot since 2008. Before we are using desktop, like mm-hmm. a laptop is a kind of like a luxury. Now, now pretty much everybody using laptop. And after that, and uh, people get into using smartphone. So the computer is in their hand and uh, always have internet, all those kind of changes and iPad. Yeah. So my, uh, if you see like lots of a player in the, in the, in the, in the market, they, uh, they changed the, like, uh, for example, like when, when I just opened the store, there was a secret city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they, uh, they kind of just, uh, like a wind down and there used to be Tiger Direct. Yeah. They go online only. Like there was a frowns. So the, 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 uh, the industry is, uh, is constantly changing. So I have to adapt to it. So. Yeah, so um, changing is a good or bad thing at the same time. And the good thing is to keep you like uh, alive, right? Mm-hmm. Changing, like, uh, yeah. So it's a that's how how I I get involved, and uh, it's it's um for the for the for the personal like uh, I enjoy I enjoy to to doing computers, repair mm-hmm. computers, help people. Uh, but for as a as a as a business, it's a uh, it's it's a it's a lot of always like uh, that easy. I try to say, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I remember from a presentation at the chamber, uh, we we were just kind of joking before that you know we would bring the computer to you if the geek squad can't <laughs> fix it. Yeah. Uh, kind of share with us like what what was it. There's kind of that that stereotype where people think, oh well, you know, the technology is designed to where sometimes it might be, I don't know, like cheaper to, to just junk it and buy a new one. But yeah. you can go in and. and I'm assuming at a lower cost or, or make it at least bring back data, especially for businesses where they are just locked out for some reason. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Uh, lots of people didn't realize they can repel it. They don't have to dispose it. And mm-hmm. it's all, uh, also is a, if we repel is better for the environment, it's mm-hmm. like a go green. Um, typically I try to keep the repel cost under at least under half, maybe most of the time, only one third of the value. I, I'm not talking about the the, the value when it's, it was new. Mm-hmm. I was talking about the value when the computer came to me. It was already a, a used machine. What's the market value of it mm-hmm. and how much it costs to, to fix it? So that's basically the, the method. So try to make the, make the repair make sense, make mm-hmm. sense to my, to my, to my client. Um, yeah, sometimes the big store, they, uh, they, uh, some of the repairs, like, for example, like a keyboard, like, a, sometimes we spilled a little bit of water over laptop keyboard. Mm-hmm. The keyboard, like, uh, they used to be, a, a like, a from, uh, December from the top. It doesn't cost much for replacing the keyboard. Uh, but if, if you dispose of the whole machine or it take, like, a, some, uh, like you mentioned, uh, some place take a, take a, uh, they need to ship out on a computer. It could take them like a, a month to get the computer back. That, that doesn't uh, make <laughs> good sense to me. So in this kind of scenario, I can be super helpful to, to the user. 
Yeah, I still have a customer come from Beaufort even after I moved to Alpharetta uh, mm-hmm. since New Year. I have a client they drive like uh, 45 minutes an hour from Beaufort to Alpharetta to to get a repair from me. I think that's probably because I even they they spend an hour for of driving, but I save them probably a week mm-hmm. <laughs> for like uh, without their computer. I can get it fixed quicker. Great. So it's not just on the cost side, but the time waiting side, especially for a business owner, if all their client or work data is on their laptop, it's like, well, I can't wait a week or two for it to come back. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Like a, like a data, um, data always, uh, rec- uh, always recommended to have, or have important data on two devices at least, uh, like or backup on cloud. Yeah, but if in case you have some fresh made like a new uh, edit, edited uh, files you mm. didn't uh, save uh, elsewhere and the computer crash there, yeah, I can be very helpful. And uh, something else I, I find out is uh, um, is I, I moved the business phone number to to a cell phone number so I can be accessed 24-7. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean I'm a superman, I don't need to sleep, don't need to <laughs> wake. It's, uh, it's just that I'm so close to my clients yeah, so sometimes before I go to bed, I check my text message, say if somebody needs me, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I can give them some help right away. Uh, yeah, don't underestimate that. That's sometimes very important. Sometimes I have, I used to have, uh, uh, have a customer, they, uh, you say like a spammer, right? They, they have a scale well. Sometimes by chance, uh, a, a website maybe hardly landed on the website and they should have a warning message on the screen, say, Oh, at Microsoft, you have so many errors. Mm-hmm. I want to fix it for you. Those kind of things. Uh, it's a fake. But if my clients can, can get a hold of me, I can tell them that's fake, right? That's mm-hmm. a, a scale message. I can help them to, to avoid a, 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 a big problem. Like sometimes they think they are real and they call the phone number and they even oh. gave them the credit card number. <laughs> that's a disaster. Mm. Yeah. And that's a, sometimes I, I find out, yeah, if they can reach me, uh, like, uh, uh, sooner than, than, than I can, uh, have higher rate, uh, like a save them, like a, a trouble. Uh, something else in like a liquid uh, spill. Uh, most of the people think a li- liquid spill is the end of the, of the laptop. Mm-hmm. But actually, from my personal experience, it, it may be a lot. Uh, the, uh, yeah, as we have the podcasting, I want to tell everybody, the most important thing to do if you have a liquid spill is to disconnect the battery. Disconnect the battery. Oh. Yeah, but uh, most of the laptop, like MacBook, and the battery is inside. Mm-hmm. You need a special screw, so screwdriver to, to, to reach the battery. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you can... Uh, reach to a technician like a pro computer or, or any technician like uh, close to you mm-hmm. like have them to help you to disconnect a battery and if you can do so uh, most of the actually most of the, the liquid damage in the machine they came to me right after the instance they get saved oh yeah well, that's, <laughs> that's good to amazing. know uh, yeah <laughs> well then, then yeah. with all this so for saving laptops and computers and and being access uh, on your phone, I guess we can kind of market you as the ER of PC or just technology then. Oh yeah. You, you just, <laughs> yes, yes, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, uh, because, uh, the, uh, there, there are some, something in my, in my industry is like, uh, the, the normal work, 
like a normal work. They are. It's like a like a, it's kind of you 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 do what you are very good at, and you just focus on that. That's mm-hmm. uh, some some changes. Like for example, like used to have lots of support leads. Like people like don't know how to use that computer. Like those kind of support needs, like uh, they can be done from remote, mm-hmm. remote in. So that kind of service is taken away from like a like a local service guy like me. Uh, but then there are uh, like if if the computer cannot go online, if the computer is totally like have some hardware issue, mm-hmm. those kind of support service like they cannot be remotely delivered. So mm-hmm. so that's what my. Uh, my my service come to into like uh, into place mm-hmm. like uh, like uh, like hardware repair like uh, get their computer to a to a status they can at least their company IT can access it. So so actually, uh, Pro Computer is not a com- competitor to those kind of IT service company, but on the on the on the other side, we can be the last mile like a helper. Mm-hmm. Like for example, if a company IT they they log in normally today is like. A, Corporate typically they have IT mm-hmm. uh, department. They can remotely log into their users' computer. But uh, what if the computer cannot go online? Then they, yeah, yeah pro computer can be helpful to get the computer to a status they can deliver remote uh, mm-hmm. service. Yeah. Okay. So other than a liquid spill on, on the computer itself, okay. what is other things that someone might think, oh, whatever XYZ damage to the computer, they might have thought, okay, this thing is dead or or I guess the term would be bricked. What is something that you know that can definitely be fixed? Oh, okay. Uh, a lot of uh, example is like a hinge broken. Like a, like a computer have, laptop have a hinge. Like yeah. Just not like our door or window, you open, close, open, close. Uh, the interesting thing is the hinge could, uh, could slap. Sometimes you open from one side. Of, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, uh, actually it, I can, I repair hinge, uh, replace hinges. Yeah. Like oh. Repair hinge. Yeah. So the monitor from the laptop, it just snaps off. That's a, that's an easy fix. Um, not that easy, but I, I mastered it. <laughs> okay. for, for you, it's easy. For, for us yeah, non-technical yeah. people, it's not yeah. easy. Yeah, it's, uh, there are some tricks because uh, some, most of today's screen is, mm. is double tape glued to the back. It's not a screw. So if you need because during the hinge repair, you need to take off the panel, the, the display panel. You don't want to break, uh, break the, the, the panel. It's a glass. It's, a, mm-hmm. uh, it's, a, before it was screwed on, so easy to take off. Now it's taped on, so oh. that's some challenge. Yeah, I, I I figured out that part. Yeah, some something else is like, uh, uh like iMark. You see, lots of my uh, iMark built in twenty uh two thousand and seventeen, uh two thousand seventeen. Those kind of age, it's still a nice machine, but they have a hard disk drive. Because the iMark is, is glued together. So mm-hmm. most of the people think, oh, that's done, right? Mm-hmm. It's so slow or the hard drive is bad. Actually, if you can simply replace the hard drive with a solid state drive, yeah, that can, can give the iMark a reverse. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So it sounds like you can reconstitute older machines just by simply replacing some of the pieces. They don't have to completely replace yeah. it. Yeah, yes. Uh, if you're looking at the, uh, the, the improvement, for example, like the CPU, the memory, mm-hmm. uh, for so many years, for the last decades, the CPU performance improvement uh, may be arguable. Maybe, maybe people say like uh, improved, like a double, triple, or ten, ten, ten fold. But actually, by um, 
most uh, uh, average uh, computer user, like uh, they maybe don't don't uh, like utilize all the uh, the, the horsepower mm-hmm. the, the device can provide. So uh, for the for the recent years, the major breakthrough is the hard drive to solid state drive like uh, upgrade. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, besides that, there are the other upgrade like uh, memory or the CPU. They are incremental, like uh, a, li- a little bit, like uh, year to year, maybe ten percent, twenty percent. But uh, hard drive to SSD, the performance can be ten times mm-hmm. more or even more than that. So that, yeah. So for, for the not technically know how, describe to our audience what what is like a regular hard disk drive versus a solid state drive. What what is where is that value or improvement coming from? Oh, okay. Uh, hard drive is like uh, like a floppy. It's just a fast floppy. It's uh, uh, it's lots of uh, mechanical uh, going on uh, when when it work. So mm-hmm. it need a spin. It have a reading head to need to find the the file and read the file. Uh, lots of physical move like a mechanical movement. Mm-hmm. Those movement are slow. Solid state drive is all uh, electric. It's not chip. It's a uh, it's all like like in our cell phone. Like it's a chip. So it's electrons. It's, the, the electrons move some way faster than a, than a router or, or motor or reading head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, that's the big difference. Yeah. So then, would it be more stable then from from compared to like a hard disk drive? Uh, actually, uh, it's on the on opposite side. SSD is not uh, as Durable as a hard drive, but uh, because of the performance gain, so pretty much. Uh, so if you if you look at the the computers on the market, most of the premium computers, some of the premium computers actually have two drive. One is SSD, one is a hard DD, and they utilize uh, like a like a maybe Windows Eleven, like they have a, a file history. They mm-hmm. can automatically back up the home uh, home folder, like a home folder to the to the hard disk, HDD, the hard disk drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, and uh, uh, the, the industry is constantly changing. So with today's like a user, they, they easily can access to like a OneDrive or, or iCloud. So uh, some people, they, they back up to the cloud. So mm-hmm. so the, so with, with this kind of trending, so kind of like with the, uh, so the, the, even the SSD not as uh, uh, durable like uh, as the HDD as the hard disk drive, but uh, the whole industry is still moving that way. It's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So my understanding is that you have other services where you can provide uh, used or private corporate owned and used uh, laptops or equipment at a lower cost uh, yeah. for. Uh, other business owners who are just looking for the same level of technology, uh, kind of share with us the audience. Like, what is that like? What is? Oh yes, mm-hmm. that's a um, you know, a uh, large corporation like a bank, like a yeah, like a school or government, right? Mm-hmm. They 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 typically they rent. They 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 don't really want to own the computer because you see on a on a book, if you rent, you can write off the tax, right? Mm-hmm. So majority of the of the corporate actually they lease computers. So three five years. So um, after three five years, well, the, what what this kind of computer will go? Actually, they most uh, lots of them are still very high quality. They because they are originally built as a business like a rugged machine. Mm-hmm. They are have high quality. They uh, they can they are designed to run for for decades. But uh, because of the so so they 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 when they off lease just like a, like the off lease the car. 
So they, um, they are, they are warehouse. They dedicated for this kind of business model. So they take back, they, they wipe, secure wipe the previous, uh, uh owner's data. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I selectively choose like, uh, which model I want to, wants to, uh, keep in stock. And uh, that's how we, I resell. Uh, when I receive it, typically I will, uh, fresh install the latest windows and make sure everything like, uh, come, uh, beat the pro computer standard, mm-hmm. uh, before I present it to, to my, my clients. Um, for, uh, especially small business owner, they, they, they like those machines I, I'm selling. Yeah. Um, like, uh, can, for, for one computer, they can buy new, they probably can buy three, sometimes can four of the, oh. of the refrigerator computers. So if you worry about the reliability of the machine, just buy one extra for, for say you need a two computer, you buy three. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's just the, the price of one new, right? Mm-hmm. You have three, uh, you have one standby. So if the two like uh, fail, you just uh, take out the hard drive place and then, yeah, you have a computer up running probably in, in, in half hour. Mm-hmm. So, so that's the idea. Um, Something else is, uh, those refrigerated computers are very, very good for like a college student or like a high school student. Yeah. They, uh, uh, the students typically they are, they, they pretty rough for good. Yeah. <laughs> they, they just toss the computer in their bag or like, yeah. Like uh, most of the uh, consumer product, they use uh, plastics and they, they are mm. not very tough. Like those kind of business, uh, uh refrigerated machine. The student they use, they, they, they are rugged machines. They use uh, aluminum, like the like, hinges are, are bigger. So, okay. yeah. Something else is because I, I repair computers. I, I know like uh, what kind of uh, model, what kind of computer is more durable, uh, compared with the rest part. So I know, uh, what, uh, when I, when I, uh, when I choose, I choose the most reliable one. The, the so, one that doesn't come into your shop. Yeah. So at least now, now yeah. on the business owner side, of the, who wants to save money, yeah. they can get like three instead of one. And, and for the parents out there, yeah. uh, especially if they're sending their kids off to school, they don't want to like spend a thousand or two thousand on a new computer yeah. just to get wrecked yeah. <laughs> in, in a year or less. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I save them a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And then on the other side is so you you can refurbish computers, you can fix computers that was one star unfixable. Um, do you also help people kind of build custom machines as well for for their particular needs? Yeah, custom machine uh, used to be the number one business when uh, like uh, when when I working for when we just get started like in two thousand eight, right? Mm. Uh, but the customized build machine uh, uh, nowadays. What I find out most of the gamer, they enjoy to do themselves. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. so yeah, they, if they stuck, they, they come to me. I, I help them out. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, those, uh, uh, I, I'm more in a supporting role or, or second tier, like a support. Sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes like, uh, um, you, you probably can't believe this, like, uh, the, the, the high end, most high, high end computer, they have the most trouble. It's like a, like a counterintuitive, but that's mm-hmm. the truth. If, um, because they are less tested. Okay. So, so you say, uh, like, uh, when, when, when company re- release a new CPU, the motherboard company catch up. 
So everybody catch up with the with the new stuff, mm-hmm. but the the firmware, like the motherboard firmware, maybe not ready to. Yeah, so so you see, if you buy a motherboard, maybe you you got a motherboard like a out of factory half half a year ago, mm-hmm. and you buy a CPU just came out last month, and you fit in the CPU in the motherboard, you maybe get a black screen. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that okay. happens. So. Uh, yeah, in that kind of uh, situation, yeah, they, 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 yeah, I, I help them to, to, to update the firmware, like mm-hmm. bring the computer back to the, to normal. Yeah. So you're also the technician for the gamers, because I know gamers are also pretty high. <laughs> and in terms of their needs, it sounds like, uh, I guess a, a better analogy for, for the listeners to be listening is, uh, the CPU, or I guess call it the, the engine of the car, yeah. is being put into, let's say, a race car into yeah. like a regular, I don't know, Toyota Camry, and the yeah. chassis probably isn't designed <laughs> to handle something like that. Uh, uh, yeah, yes, and uh, um, gamer is a, is I I I can see gamer probably they they know know more compute. They are typically power user. They mm. know more than average uh, average computer user. Mm. So they are. Uh, I will say they probably the, the, the most criticism, those uh, biggest uh, clients, like, oh, you know? okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because mm-hmm. they lose, lose so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, I, yes, uh, thanks to because I, I, um, I used to build uh, like a gaming computer, like, uh, uh, like a probably couple of thousand every year. Oh. Yeah. So I see all kinds of, uh, like an issue, I also offer like you know your customer might build you need to offer like one year like a warranty. So I see mm-hmm. all kinds of failure like a, when I build or like a new out of box issue or like a, the in warranty issue. So I have uh, plenty of uh, experience in that area. So I I can be helpful to to the to the gaming industry. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I like, like a gamer as well. I, I game, I used to game a lot, but not as much, but I'm okay. still a gamer. I consider myself. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. Well, if you don't mind me asking, what, what was the, your game of choice back then? Game of choice. Uh, you mean the, oh, the game, the yeah, title but, of the game? Or, uh-huh. Oh, Command the Conquer. Oh, wow. That, that's <laughs> really going way back. That's going, <laughs> well, we, we talk, uh, well, for our listeners, you're going to have yeah. to apologize because, well, I, I'm, oh. the, I'm the, I'm the, I'm not interviewer here, so just yeah. give me a minute or here too. So, 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 to kind of, are we talking about like red alert or, or type of something? Like, how far back are we going? Like, uh, I pretty much have uh, every version. Like, I think they oh. started from Dune. Like, right? oh wow, Dune. okay. Like, like that's that's the pre pre like uh, pre uh, pre version of Command and Conquer. That's uh-huh. Dune. Like, uh, yeah, I played every version of them pretty much. <laughs> Well, well yeah. hopefully we have some listeners who can yeah. uh, also relate <laughs> back to the old school days. So for those who are either uh, they're a gamer themselves or a business owner or a parent who, hey, I, I don't want to like spend two grand, maybe $600 instead uh, <laughs> on a laptop for my kid yeah. or needing their help for IT, like not a week or two out, but like today, how can they best find you? Oh, yeah. Uh, the best way to find me is uh, uh, I send a text message to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, phone number is uh, 770-932-3020. Uh, also, they can go to the website, procmog.com. Great. Well, thank you. You're welcome. All right. So you all heard it here. So kind of the theme is uh, for our guests is kind of reinventing themselves, uh, being an absolute expertise in, in the things that they do and the time 
uh, that they save for the clients, whether it's a full-time job going, trying to, to dabble their toe in SEO or, or dabble their fingers, trying to peel glue <laughs> off of monitors and just to have things stick all of themselves and, and their faces. Uh, one question I would like to kind of bring uh, out two fabulous guests uh, back in is as you were kind of going through building your own business, what is something that you would impart as kind of a wisdom or advice to your younger self when you were starting out? So again, the question is, as you're going through this journey of creating your own business, what would be one word of advice you would impart on your younger self when you started? So to give our guests some time to think, uh, this is kind of, of course, the legalese section of the show. Uh, the show is sponsored and brought to you by yours truly, Anthony Chen with Lighthouse Financial Network. Securities and advisory services offered through Ozaic, member FINRA SIPC. Ozaic is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of Ozaic. Our main office address is at 575 Broad Hollow Road out in Melville, New York, 11747. You can best reach me at my email at Anthony Chen, C-H-E-N, uh, there's no dot in between, Anthony Chen at lfnllc.com uh, or my office phone at 631-465-9090, uh, extension 5075. Now, getting back to our guests, the question again is, as you're going through your business journey, creating your own business, um, what is one word of advice or wisdom you would impart on your younger self when you were just starting out? Paul. Thank you. Yeah, I would, looking back now, I would say, don't be too hard on yourself. There's going to be ups, there's going to be downs, you know, and you know, our branding is very faith-driven, faith-based, and just rely on God and know that everything's going to be okay. As long as you're doing the right thing ethically, everything's going to be good. And then I'll take it back to the Google search console, learn, learn, learn that and keep up with the, you know, uh, search engine updates. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Okay. So, um, my good advice is, uh, uh, business needs a partner. You see like, uh, Apple, that's a great company. They started from Steve on the business side. And uh, Osnick is on the tactic side. So if I, my advice to my younger self is to find uh, the business half of my of the frog computer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Now, kind of closing out our, our show here is with those two words of advice that you would give to your younger self, what would be something that you would give to someone that's listening in that is kind of just sitting on the fence, kind of where you were at before you opened and started your business will be something that you give to them. Don't do your website yourself. <laughs> do that, that's a good just, uh, just advice right it. there. <laughs> it might look good, but just it's not going to work. Oh, all right. Well, oh, that, 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 that's a mic drop right there. <laughs> right, yeah. All right, Sheldon. Um, yeah, I didn't that. The, uh, the question is for our listeners listening in. Yeah. Uh, what advice would you give to them as they're starting out? Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Uh, be ready to keep changing. Change is something that's never changed in this industry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Right. And now for a little uh, section as we kind of close out is Anthony's financial take. So as you heard here uh, from our two amazing guests is 
going through planning, whether it's life or finances or, or just business growth, it, it, it's a process, not just an end state. And you definitely require uh, partners, not just uh, like myself as a financial advisor, but also partners in a team to help one navigate through that whole thing, the whole process. Like I'm just learning today, whether it's glue on monitors or, or how much it work it requires uh, looking behind the scenes of an SEO. I, I don't have time for that. And I'm imagining you listeners don't have all the time in the world to learn everything finance, everything legal. So find partners that mesh with you philosophically uh, as you kind of navigate through the financial planning world and uh, kind of hang on and enjoy the process and the ride itself. And that's a little bit of Anthony's financial take. Thank you for listening in to Family Business Radio.